Hello and welcome to Wake Up, Take a Minute with Andrea Holman. I hope you are ready to have a wonderful time today learning about my ministry and others who are encouraging you to grow and show love. In a world of noise, it's hard to know who to listen to and who to tune out. Thank you for your bold choice today listening to Wake Up, Take a Minute with me, your host, Andrea Holman. Hey y'all, this is Andrea Holman. If you would like to learn more about me, my upcoming music releases, speaking events, songwriting, or podcast that's happening now, please go on over to my website at andreaholman.com or you can visit my Facebook at Official Andrea Holman. There you can get all the latest and greatest. Hello and welcome to Wake Up, Take a Minute podcast with your host, Andrea Holman. I hope this finds you doing well today and healthy and everyone is doing good that you know. Today, we are going to talk about a subject that is a hot topic. Let me tell you what, anytime this topic comes up, everybody has an opinion. And it does have to do with school and it does have to do with our children. We are going to discuss today, is your child bullied or a bully? Now, I have to tell you that this subject is near and dear to my heart, and one of the reasons it is near and dear to my heart is because of how I was raised, okay? In my day, looking back years ago, when we were younger, when we had issues in school, we worked them out. We took care of the problem, or if the problem got too bad, an adult would get involved. You know, when you're younger... Sometimes the situation can start out where it's very innocent and then it can grow, unfortunately, into a situation where a kid is getting bullied and taken advantage of because the other child has figured out they can do it and no one's going to stop them. There also is a situation where sometimes if the kids are young enough, they really don't realize they're doing it. So it is up to the parents and the people around them to help guide them and shape that knowledge so that they understand how to treat other people. So that is definitely part of that process as well. But what I'm talking about is as you get older, you know the difference between right and wrong, and you know the difference between treating someone well and treating someone bad. That is what I'm talking about today. Now, for all you mamas out there, and dads too, but especially you mamas, I have been there when my kid has been the one on the receiving end of being bullied. And moms, we go off the rail when we think for a hot minute that somebody is mistreating our kids. There are a lot of things we will tolerate in life, but this is not one of them. And we're going to take care of it. Now, I have to share a really funny story with you, and you may have heard the story from me before, but when I was younger, I will never forget my dad telling me the stories about how he would receive phone calls from the school telling him that he needed to come and pick me up because I was in trouble again for fighting. He would come down to the office, and the principal would have me there, and the principal would explain to him that Mr. Brooks, Andrea has gotten in trouble again for fighting at the playground. She was beating up some boys. And we have had this conversation before. This has to stop. I know my dad just had to be dying inside, but also laughing a little bit as well because he was picking up his daughter for beating up boys. Now, here's what you need to know. The reason I was fighting with boys is because, A, 
I'm a tomboy. I grew up on a street full of boys, and I didn't back down from any fight. I didn't care what it was. Now, the main reason I was fighting was because they were picking on my best friend, little Jeff. When we would go to school, if people picked on him, I would beat them up. I wasn't going to sit by and let someone beat up my friend in front of me. That was not right. Plus, often it would be more than one kid beating him up at the same time, and that did not fly with me. If it's not a fair fight, it ain't going to happen in front of me. So during this season of when my father had to come to the school and pick me up, I know in the back of his mind he had to be thinking, you go, Andrea, way to go. You you take those boys down and you teach them a lesson. But at the same time, he was like, I have to come all the way down here again and get this girl from school. How embarrassing. <laughs> but secretly, however, I knew my dad was proud of me because I was raised to take care of the people around me. And that included my friends. I was not going to let anyone be mistreated in front of me. I didn't care who it was, even if I didn't like them. Something else that you need to know about me is that my brother was a Golden Gloves state championship boxer. I watched him fight for most of my life, boxing, wrestling. So I knew what a fair fight was versus not a fair fight. And I understood the outcome of the fights, that someone was going to get hurt. And someone typically had to get hurt before they were going to back down from continuing to bully you or fight you. Let me be clear. I wasn't a bully. I did not go looking for a fight. I did not try to make someone feel bad or pick on someone. I hated it when I saw anyone feel bad about themselves or if someone was doing something to them to make them feel bad. I was always the defender, the one who wouldn't let things happen to other people. But if someone picked on me or a friend of mine, I wasn't going to back down from the fight. Now, I know that some of you are sitting there thinking to yourself, oh my goodness, I can't believe she is talking about this right now. But please keep in mind, this was years ago. This is how we settled things when I was young. You took care of the problem or someone got involved if it was a big enough problem and the adults sorted it out for you. But usually things were settled on the playground. However, that's not where we are today. We are in a very different environment. Now you have to talk your problems out. They even assign teachers to kids to help them throughout the day so they can stay out of trouble. There are many resources and programs now that are in place to help prevent bullying, and these were not available when I was growing up. So what happens if you're a mom and you realize that your child is being bullied? Hello, this is Andrea Holman. You're listening to Wake Up, Take a Minute podcast. I wanted to share with you my mission today. My mission is to help others be authentic and grow to find their wake-up-take-a-minute moment and step out into their purpose. Remember, be you, I'm taken. So what happens if you're a mom and you realize that your child is being bullied? What do you do? How do you manage the situation? What I have learned through each situation my children have encountered is you need to ask a lot of questions so you get the story straight and the details right. I want to get very clear with my child exactly what has happened, how it happened, where were they at, who was with them when this issue took place. On top of that, I want to speak to them as soon as they bring it up. So if they come home from school and they tell me that something has happened for the day, I want to pay close attention 
and listen and capture all the details I can. I may even take notes because I want to know exactly what they recall. Who said what first? Where were you standing at? Was there a teacher there? Because if I have to go to the school and talk to the principal or the teachers, I want to be able to give them very specific details. I'll tell you, for instance, when this paid off once for me. My oldest son, he was bullied several times throughout his childhood growing up. One specific case was when he was in the fourth or fifth grade. There was a boy who bullied him on the school bus all year. Now, we were at the end of the school year before he ever told me about this. I had to move past that quickly to get to the point of how do we fix it immediately for him. I went into the school after I discussed it in depth with him and talked to him about the different things the kid had said and what he was doing. The fact that the kid had actually been hitting my son the entire school year and that he had talked other kids into bullying my son and hitting him as well. Ooh, this kid was going to get it. I can tell you that my mom's senses were tingling greatly. I was beyond mad. I went to the school principal, had a conversation, told them specifically the things that this kid had said. And the reason he actually got caught was because one of the things he repeatedly said to my son was a word that when I shared it with the principal and she said it to him, he started laughing and making fun of it. And that's how he actually got caught. Up till that point, he had been denying the situation. Then the other kids involved actually confessed as well. So that's why it's so important to talk with your kids in depth and know that you're going in with the right information. This is a situation for parents that can just be really difficult to bear and deal with. And of course, it's the most difficult for the kids. I know that I am fortunate that the principal and the teachers listened to what I had to say about what was happening to my child. I have friends who their situations are not the same. They do not receive the same results that I received. I just want to encourage you as parents that if something is happening to your child, do not give up. Continue to complain and document everything that is going on so you can show that you were consistent in trying to make the effort to change the situation for the better. You have to advocate for your child. You have to push. So don't give up. Keep pushing. Then you have the flip side to this situation where parents get a phone call from the school and they find out that their child is actually a bully. Shocker, or maybe not so much, just depending on the family dynamic, right? And you don't know the family dynamic. Everyone's family is different. How people have been raised, their backgrounds, their culture, everything is different. You do not understand the depth of what has happened in that child's life that has made them become a potential bully. And it's very important that we recognize that as well. I can promise you that as you grow up and you go out into the world, into college, into your career, you will run into bullies. How do I know that? Because I have met bullies in my adult life. So as a parent, if you get the phone call one day that says, hey, your child is a bully, how do you handle this? What do you do? I will say that I have raised my kids to be good to everyone. I can only think about this as viewing it from the outside because I don't have that situation myself. However, I can tell you what I would do if I got a phone call and said my child was a bully. The first thing I'm going to do is check to see if my kid's okay because they are still my child. They have just done something I do not approve of. Secondly, I'm going to make sure the person that they bullied is okay as well. Once I know those two things, 
I'm going to want to know all the details and the circumstances as to what happened. From my child's point of view and also from the principal or teacher or whoever the adult is involved as well. Because you need to know the details and the story so you can understand if this was just a misunderstanding or if this truly was a situation where your child is a bully. Once I have all the information or enough information I feel like I can actually make a decision, I am then going to talk with my kid and ask them why they feel like it's okay to bully someone. If this is something that they have seen me do or seen someone else do, and it was effective in some way, and I'm going to try to break down that thought process which led them to it. I want to know if there's any underlying anger issues that my kid has, that maybe something is going on that I'm unaware of. A lot of times these kids will act out in anger because of something that's happened to them specifically, or something that is happening in the home that they feel out of control of. And we as parents, need to be able to decipher what's going on with the kids and say, okay, is there a way that I can help fix this? Do they just need to talk to me? Do I need to give them better guidance? Or is there a different level of attention that needs to be given to this situation where my child may need counseling to help them deal with what's going on? Now, I realize I'm not talking rocket science here to most people, but these things seem obvious to me However, sometimes they may not be that obvious to someone else. They may not know what to do with their child. Or they may be at their wit's end with their child and just say, forget it. I can't handle them at home. I'm just going to send them to school and let you deal with it there. The problem with that, unfortunately, is that the kid may or may not get the help they need as a bully. And they become that kid that no one wants to deal with. They become the troublemaker. And if you have a kid who was a bully in the past or is still a bully, you know how detrimental that feels as a parent. I'm going to tell you that if you do not intervene sooner than later, your child may very well make a mistake they can't come back from. A fight goes too far. Something they say is actually construed more as a threat and the police become involved. And as I said before, there are so many dynamics that go into this. You know, we could take into account the socioeconomic situation. We could take into account the culture. We could take into account the family dynamic inside the home. But the bottom line comes down to this kid has to be taught right from wrong. And if they are able to comprehend that and there are no disabilities keeping them from doing so or trauma that has taken place in their life, to cause them to be acting this way, the parent or an adult must step in and try to guide this child to better life choices. Here's the last story I'm going to share with you. My oldest son, again, like I said, he was bullied several times throughout his childhood. He was in sixth grade and there was a child who had some anger issues and was assigned a teacher to be with them constantly in the hallways so he would not be around other students by himself. My son had a locker right above him to the left and my son's friend had a locker right below this child who had the anger issues. My son's friend started to get bullied by this child and the teacher who had been assigned to him was not with him anymore in the hallway because this was towards the end of the school year. So to make a very long story short, here's what happened. My son decided to distract the boy so that his friend could get into his locker without having an altercation with this kid again. 
So my son says the kid's name, tries to talk to him and engage with him in a conversation, and his friend gets his books and is able to leave. And at some point in time in that conversation, this boy who had anger issues decided in his mind that my son would be the target that day because I, he interacted with him. We don't know why. But instead of just being a normal bully, he actually tried to stab my son in the chest with a pencil. Thank God my son was able to react quick enough and step backwards and get away from this child. He comes home and tells me about the story, what happens, and the next morning I am sitting in the principal's office with my son. I had already asked the office staff how many days my child could miss from school and still graduate the sixth grade. They told me, and then they must have informed the principal that I was there because they were all very uneasy at the fact that I was asking these types of questions. I was able to speak with the principal that morning and let them know what had happened, and there were several conversations happening at the same time. How do we manage it? What do we do? How did it happen? Their comment to me at one point was, well, we know who this kid is. He is a child with disabilities. They have a lot of encounters with his parents through the school year, and there is a teacher assigned to be with him in the hallways all the time. I politely listened, and then I explained to the principal that my son also has a disability. However, my expectation is that he obeys the rules and does what is expected of him. I also informed the principal that the teacher who was assigned to him was not in the hallway with the child and that my son would not be returning to school because he could miss the rest of the school year and still graduate from sixth grade. At that point, the principal really started to panic because there was a situation they had to manage. There was no denying that this was a problem. There were multiple breakdowns in the system, and this had to be resolved. We were brought to the principal's office again the next day, and the parents of the other child was there also waiting in another room. The resource officer for the school actually was with us in our meeting with the principals. At that time, we had to decide if there was going to be a police report filed against this child. Now, of course, we did not want to put some kind of police report on this child's record. He was in sixth grade, but clearly something needed to be done. We discussed our options and made a decision based on what we felt was the best overall solution to keep the child away from our son and our son away from the child and moved forward. I remember as we walked out of the office, we walked right past the room where the other child was along with their parents and the door was open. His mother had been standing in the door frame trying to listen to the outcome of our meeting to determine what was going to happen to her son. As we locked eyes, all I saw was pain. She was in pain and I felt so bad for her because I knew this broke her heart. She had to have overheard the principal tell us that this child was such a menace. He was not a good kid because of the decisions he had made and that his own parents wouldn't even hardly answer the phone to deal with the situations that they had with him at school anymore because things were so bad they didn't know what to do with him at home. Can you imagine? I mean, really, can you imagine not knowing what to do with your kid, how to help them? This is a situation that some parents find themselves in and if you're one of those parents, I would just like to encourage you to continue to reach out, continue to seek options because there is help out there.
and if you're an adult, not the parent of the child, maybe try to figure out ways you can help encourage the kid or the family so that they feel like there is a lifeline and they're not alone. You don't have to become overly involved in the situation, but you can be friendly. Helping them feel as if they are not isolated may be just the assistance they need to reach out for additional help. I will say that you have extreme situations in either one of these cases sometimes. No matter what your situation you find yourself in, please take the time to talk and listen to your kid and reach out for additional assistance if you need it. Or if you know someone who needs additional help, maybe help them find the resources they need that can help make a difference in their life and change the outcome. I hope you've enjoyed your time with me. I have enjoyed my time with you speaking about this topic, and I hope that something I have said will resonate with you and encourage you through your journey. Have a blessed day, and as always, be you, because I'm taken. This episode is sponsored by In His Hands Promotions and Ministries, helping others share their gifts and God's message of love. You can contact them at info.inhishands.com at gmail.com.